and welcome back to Hey Eintracht Frankfurt, the Bundesliga podcast covering everything there is to know in the English language about Eintracht Frankfurt, the best club in the Bundesliga, the best club in Germany, the best club in Europe, the best club in the world for that matter. But we're a little bit biased. I'm your host, Brian Sanders. You can follow me on Twitter at KCSGE. You can follow the show, Hey Eintracht Frankfurt at HEFpod. Follow us on Facebook. That is facebook.com slash HEFpod. You can also email the podcast. That is Hey Eintracht Frankfurt at yahoo.com. I hate doing this podcast alone, and I'm here with friends. One specific friend. Out to the east of me, where I live in Kansas City, uh, that is Nathan in St. Louis. Hello, Nathan. Hey, Brian. What's happening? Plenty, plenty to talk about in the Eintracht mm-hmm. Frankfurt world. Hey, still currently sitting in the European places and yep. kicking ass and taking names in Europe, but more on that to come. And we also have our drawing, as we mentioned, uh, if you uh, like and shared the most recent uh, podcast link from our Facebook page, you would then be in a drawing for a... What do we have for the winners, Nathan? Ooh, it's a good, it's a good thing you asked there. So we got uh, a, a, uh, Eintracht US, uh, Jackie at Eintracht US, gave us a few jerseys and some scarves, or a scarf. Um, and for this particular drawing, we were drawing a medium uh, white, uh, jer- jersey with uh, Jonathan de Guzman on the back, along with a um, a, a white and black striped Eintracht scarf. There you go. So everybody who thanks for getting involved in that, uh, especially since you know with the Florida Cup happening in St. Petersburg, Florida, yeah. and Orlando, Florida, in mid January, you want to be suited up with the most up to date Eintracht gear. Not that you can't get it there, as I'm sure that they will have uh, opportunities for you to buy uh, Eintracht Frankfurt gear in addition to meet your heroes themselves. I mean. Why won't you? But anyways, so <laughs> we have our own Vanna White uh, for Hey Eintracht Frankfurt here to do the drawing. Uh, in case anyone is curious uh, who exactly that is, that is my wife. And so uh, we're going to have the, uh, we have the hat, we have the names in the hat, and we can hear it ruffling around. Alrighty. And we will pick one. <laughs> Everything is sealed, correct? correct. Drum roll, please. Please bear with me. And the winner is Mark Anthony. Mark Anthony is the winner of the shirt and the scarf. Thank you very Mark. much for that. Hey, it's exactly <laughs> the kind of drawing that that boy will need, especially with the <laughs> fact that you know he, as a also uh, quiet uh, New York Red Bulls fan, we'll see how they do in the Major League Soccer playoffs. And thank you. <laughs> 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 well. Kudos to my wife for joining us on Hey Eintracht Frankfurt. I'm pretty yeah. sure that the dog is only is only gonna have its moment later on in the podcast. Nathan, we have a lot to get to about Eintracht Frankfurt. Let's yeah. get to it in the Bundesliga as Eintracht Frankfurt played out to a one-one draw uh, down in Nuremberg, uh, a place that has for some people uh, level lovely memories. If only you forget about the <laughs> sheer nerves that you had beforehand. I'm talking about the relegation playoff second leg that we won 1-0. Do you remember who scored that goal? Uh, I do indeed. Harris Severovich. Couldn't score in a whorehouse, <laughs> and yet he scored then. 
<laughs> yeah, well, he only had a really a ridiculously nice pass from Gachinovich to to set him up there. So it you can't screw up that much when you get you know gold on your feet like that. So indeed, indeed. <laughs> so all things considered, let's get to the match. So FC Nuremberg is a team that we all talked about as one of the teams expected to be relegated immediately back to the second division, much like what we saw against Dusseldorf. But the thing was... Putting up that, a fight. Yeah, putting up a fight. Look, all the points that they basically have earned so far uh, this season, and as we say it right now, they're not in the relegation scrap at all. Well, I mean, they are, but they're not in the three bottom relegation places. They got a couple points difference to keep themselves out of it, but... Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I mean, no one has forgotten how they got thumped by Dortmund 7-0. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's going to smart for many, many more weeks to come, if not for Mm -hmm. the entire year. But the thing is, look, this club has been able to get players purchased for a couple million years here, a couple million years there that have gone into the Bundesliga. Eintracht being one of the clubs who has actually uh, done some of the buying. And, you know... They have returned. They have been able to find good, decent, you know, players that were able to get themselves into, let's see, uh, they finished in third place when they finished off against us. They finished in 12th and then back to second place. And they really only missed out on promotion uh, in the uh, 15-16 Zweite Bundesliga season. In case anyone forgot who went up that season, that was Freiburg, who hasn't who hasn't fallen back to the second back, division. Yeah. And and uh, some other team we all hate, uh, Leipzig. <laughs> I mean, just saying. Uh, talk about Ooh. like some good company to be a part of. Um, so let's be honest, FC Nuremberg. They knew what they needed <laughs> to do to get done. I mean, to get really uh, to put Eintracht to bed. And look, they. They scored from a set piece. They just were looking like a team that thought, you know, you guys have better talent than us. We're going to force you to break us down. And if you can, (laughs) you know what? Good on you. If not, guess what? We get the points. And at the end of the day, I'm going to have to say that us coming away with points in the manner that we did Granted, mm-hmm. uh, a goal from Sebastian Allaire, which has prompted some absurd rumors, which we can uh, talk yes. about in a little bit. But, I mean, uh, this <sighs> look, Allaire bailed us out absurdly late in the game. We had some guys who just didn't, they just didn't have the best of days. You know, no. Nuremberg went Nobody out did. to <laughs> defend. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Nuremberg went out to defend. I mean, some people even label, you know, the man of the match technically as a player who didn't even score one of the two goals. And for me, I think it says a lot in the, to the fact that, you know, if you want to look to, uh, say who, who scored.com, they're really good, uh, source to kind of get an idea of how like the game went about, you know, the, Two of the most highly rated players from those guys, uh, those guys were on uh, Nuremberg. They were on the defense. They did not assist in the goal that occurred uh, for Nuremberg. I mean, 
This is a team yeah. that we knew would be a little trickier than Dusseldorf. I still think that Dusseldorf yeah. is will still take points off of people who are not really prepared because, you know, they'll just take them for granted. But Nuremberg is a team that is going to take points off of people this season, and they took some points off of us. Let's let's be honest. We were expecting to get a win out of this one. Everyone predicted that on this mm-hmm. podcast. And had we won, we would have be on 16 points. And granted, we would have only moved above Hertha, in terms of goal difference, because it would be level on points. Uh, let's see. No, actually, we would have been moved to fifth because of the next tie-breaking rule is goal scored, and we have more goals scored than fifth current fifth-place team, uh, Leipzig. You know, we would be in a great position to move further and further at the table. Well, yeah, you mm-hmm. know, with the legs of Stuttgart coming up. <laughs> uh, sorry, uh, Stuttgart fans, if you're listening to this, uh, it is what it is. Um, this is you a missed opportunity for Eintracht, but I think at the end of the yes. day, you're not you're picking up points in tough scenarios where you need it, and Nuremberg is going to be toughest on the road. They just can't see at home. They can't get yeah. points on the road. And I look at it from this standpoint that considering the circumstances, this point kind of have to take it because we didn't play the best. Yeah, it's good. Uh, you know, sil- there's some silver linings my in from my perspective, but you got to hand it to Nuremberg. They clearly have, you know, especially over Dusseldorf and those other teams in the lower half of the table, a little more in the in in you know their back pocket in terms of tactics than what we would have let on you know it they they played some clever clever football to to continue to attack but remain uh defensively stout um and yeah they played well so like it 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 it's good for us to see a team like this come along at this time uh so that we can kind of uh you know get get back to basics and and develop a a, a counter to to that type of attack because we're we're going to see it again if something if it worked against us once and we're and we're playing pretty hot um chances are we're going to see it again perhaps you know this weekend so, something similar um from stuttgart so um yeah there's some silver linings and then of course you know um there's there's still you know two a couple people who played pretty well i would say and in indica um played uh pretty fantastic so um it i i cannot stand watching a football game at that stadium with all the empty seats but uh so i'm glad we uh walked away with a point you know we we certainly didn't deserve it with the way we played so um yeah we got we're still we got a point <laughs> let's move forward Indeed, indeed. As we kind of look to the Bundesliga table, uh, Eintracht still sitting at seventh place. Uh, so long as the Pokal plays out as we think it is, Eintracht will be in the uh, European places uh, come next season. Uh, here's hoping though that we yeah. don't have to go. Uh, you know, here's hoping that we just win the Europa League and we can just go to the Champions League instead. <laughs> hey, we're still in it and top of our group. Yeah, uh, not gonna lie, that feels amazing. Uh, it does. <laughs> some pretty lofty heights uh, that we're in right now. 
Granted, we were also in the same kind of situation last time we were in the Europa League as we won our group. But let's be honest, uh, the group that we had at the time was a lot weaker then than it is this go-around. When yes. you have uh, two teams who play in two of the top five leagues in Europe in Marseille, a team who should be competing in and around the, uh, I mean, for European places within mm-hmm. France. In the case anyone's curious of where Marseille currently is in the table right now, they're in fifth. You know, mm. granted, I mean, everybody's chasing PSG because they're PSG who have won their first 11 matches. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> we're no not kidding. There. We're not kidding ourselves in that. And Lazio, who Eintracht will uh, play the return leg in Italy, will kind of hint a tiny bit to that, mm. and just a little bit. That Lazio team is currently fit, tied for fourth in the table uh, for uh, the Serie A, and a kind of interesting spot for them as well because mm-hmm. they're right in and amongst the fight for the Champions League and a team that's able to balance that while also playing in the Europa League. So, uh, yeah. saying, this is this is uh, some, this was a tough hand that we were dealt and right now, three matches in, three wins. That's all I got to say <laughs> about that. So, all that aside, uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, some of the n- news and notes and uh, everything else that's going on. But first, we're going to break up segment one from Ooh. two uh, with our favorite uh, segment breaker that is uh, hashtag what are we drinking? Uh, you can always uh, respond to eight at HEFpod with hashtag what are we drinking and send us uh, your pics of you having whatever beer you are drinking whilst listening to uh, the podcast or hey if you're li- you're watching the Eintracht on uh, Friday TV you know send us a picture of what you're drinking while watching the Eintracht so yeah. Nathan what are you drinking I'm drinking a standard over here Boston Lager mm, by Sam Adams uh, one of my go to's if I have a 12 pack in the fridge it's usually that one so uh, I haven't what tried you got? The, uh just out of curiosity, you haven't seen their uh, their kind of Christmassy uh, <laughs> no, themed one just yet. Okay. Not yet. Some of those are have been pretty good in the past. Yeah. I always, I'm pretty sure that might be making an appearance for, with me on uh, the next HEF pod uh, coming down coming down the road. So that being said, uh, for as for me in my Eintracht Frankfurt Cup. Uh, that was uh, that came to me from the actual stadium itself. Uh, so I have a St. Louis company. I have Schlafly. Um, it's the very last of the Oktoberfest Schlafly that I could possibly find. It's a very good Marzen. I don't know. Like the state of Missouri is really truly blessed with a couple of really good breweries. I know you. Nathan, we have had some talks uh, oh, yeah. off air and also via text about uh, some of the some of the companies in the state of Missouri. Uh, mm-hmm. Nothing against those guys down in Springfield, but mm, <laughs> need to work on that stuff just a <laughs> little bit. Maybe the water is different than what you're working with in other parts of the state, but you know, probably. <laughs> 
<laughs> just saying. Uh, Schlafly, Oktoberfest, two thumbs up from moi right over here. Yeah. And hey, usually when it comes to things uh, in St. Louis, I'm usually like, Ugh. like you know, <laughs> when it comes to baseball, yeah. I usually am like, gag. <laughs> when it comes to the Cardinals, when it comes to my hockey, as an as a devoted Avalanche fan, yes, mm-hmm. uh, I will be you know following them when they make their treks uh, into uh, <laughs> what is it called now? It's not. I don't it's called the Enterprise Center. There we go. There we go. You know, usually I don't go all in for St. Louis products, but hey, Schlafly Oktoberfest. If you have a chance to get your hands on the last couple bottles, give it a go. I mean, it's yeah. make, Urban Chestnut does beer. Be, Urban Chestnut and Casey Beer Company do beat it out, but I would say it is definitely third place in the state of Missouri amongst all the kind of Oktoberfest Marsons that have come out uh, from this great state. Uh, yeah. That it's really produced some amazing, you know, beer and wine. Okay, everyone's probably thinking, "Okay, boys, turn you off." <laughs> so all that being said. <laughs> Uh, we'll be back in a few moments with segment two where we talk about news and notes and start looking to Europe and our match against Stuttgart. Stay with. Yep. And we're back. Uh, segment two of Hey Eintracht Frankfurt. Sometimes you get a little bit more beer talk than you anticipate. Because, hey, <laughs> folks, what are you usually enjoying while you're watching a game? Hey, sometimes you're having a good old sausage. You know, I got no problem with, uh, you know, frying up some uh, ata- some sweet Italian sausage meat that I pick up my grocer. Put it, put it on some hoagie bun with some fried potatoes, some fried onions. You know, just got to kind of work with Ooh. what you got. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, like that? <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, can't can't be too boring. And you know, what do you all? What do you wash it down with? You wash it down with a good beer, or sometimes you know, wine if you know if, if the moment suits you. And yeah, we just love. Hey, I track Frankfurt's segment of what are we drinking? So. uh if you guys are out there watching Eintracht Frankfurt take on Stuttgart or any other future opponent uh, or just watching a replay at home, shoot us uh, at HEFpod a picture of you and your beer whilst watching the Eintracht or listening to Hey Eintracht Frankfurt podcast. No. Love yeah. the interaction that we get from the folks. So yeah. um, things that are going on with Eintracht and the rest of you know, German soccer as well. Uh, this midweek, Eintracht Frankfurt had a little bit of a breather in the fact that yeah. uh, the DFA Pokal second round. Eh, okay, you know, hey, we're champions and we're we champions. enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we just can't repeat as champions. Oh uh, well, uh, Ulm, the team who knocked us out for a moment there, had Fortuna Dusseldorf yeah. on the ropes, and then the 15 minute, and then uh, they found the equalizer, and then goals in the. Uh, by four more goals that would fall. Um, some decent uh, action that did happen. Uh, Wolfsburg defeated Hanover. Oh, boy, those guys are really going to have to fight it out. Darmstadt hosted Hertha, and Hertha <laughs> kicked him right in the, kicked him right <laughs> in the pills. Uh, St. Louis bred Ibisevich. 
was yeah. able to get the uh, game was able to get the first and game winning goal in that one. So always fun to also see uh, local enemies uh, mines go down. They lost an uh, extra time to Augsburg. Uh, pity that a uh, Rottinghausen Esval Rottinghausen, this tiny tiny club, was unable yeah, to get the. Uh, I mean, hey, they pulled a goal back on Bayern Munich. Yeah. Uh, some teams in the Bundesliga sometimes need to be reminded that Bayern Munich, they are mortal after all. So yes, uh, some interesting other questions that were occurring. Um, one of the teams that's vying for promotion out of the second division is Union Berlin. They lost an added time to Borussia Dortmund. Those guys keep on playing each other. It's kind of weird. Hamburg, after firing yet another coach, uh, was able to pull out a comfortable win there. Schalke needed penalties to beat FC Köln. Uh, <laughs> Nuremberg uh, was able to get a victory. And, well, I guess technically it goes down as a draw, despite the fact that they went through on penalties. They went all yep. the way to Rostock on that one. Woof. Talk about a yeah. long trek from midweek. Germany's yeah. not a small country, everybody. But one of the, to me, the big shock, really, I mean, it was a Bundesliga-only tie, was Borussia Mönchengladbach nil. Bayer Leverkusen, five. Bayer Leverkusen has now put 11 goals in the net in the last two matches. It's a little scary. I'm just kind of glad that we don't have to face those guys for a second. But it's kind of like, mm, eh, the Fools lost at home in this one. <laughs> and they lost at uh, Freiburg at the weekend. But, hey, you know, going south to Freiburg is no easy task at all. It does kind of make you wonder mm-hmm. if Munchen Gladbeck might have peaked, you know, because now they're starting. But hey, you know, things switch so fast, so fiercely at this point in the season. Yeah. Things always are changing. So, speaking of change, uh, there's the first change in coaches at midseason was at Valpe Stuttgart. They were at the at the moment <laughs> bottom <laughs> of everything. Typhon Korkut, the man who nearly led them back to Europe if we had not uh, won the Pokal uh, as they leapfrogged us into seventh place. Uh, they would have gone into Europe had we not won the Pokal. So <laughs> interesting how uh, how the fates would have aligned at that point. You know? Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, so they fired their coach at uh, nearly a month ago, and yeah. so he had the international break to work with the team, and he took the team to to play Borussia Dortmund at home. That was a 4-0 loss. And then they placed uh, Hoffenheim at the weekend, right after, they, right after they played in Europe, on the road. Well, I mean, it's not that far if you look at the map. I mean, uh, Hoffenheim from Stuttgart, really not that far at all. And mm-hmm. Hoffenheim just took them out to the woodshed and beat them senseless uh, <laughs> 4-0 as well, which begs the question. You take that that freak win over Werder Bremen away from them. They are in such deep poo. It's not even it, funny. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah this team's there for the taking. Yes. Yes. They. So, yeah, they, they, they swapped coaches like nearly a month ago and they're still having issues. Uh, they don't get any new coach rebound <laughs> out of this. <laughs> So far, they got nothing. You know, a lot. Look, they moved, they moved a lot. I mean, 
when they kind of did that return when they put in Korkut last season. I mm-hmm. mean, they just fired past everybody. They earned more yeah. points than anyone. Uh, like, from the moment that they hired their coach, they, like, earned more points than any team in the Bundesliga. They made a lot of signings in the offseason. Yep. You know, even kept uh, uh, that French defender, uh, Pavard, the guy who scored that wonder goal during the World Cup. I mean, just mm-hmm. sensational blast. They were able to convince him to stick around. I mean, they basically did not lose any mate what you would have thought major pieces they added on you know what they were looking for as depth to give them more firing power and so far they've fallen flat on their face i'm really mm-hmm. looking at these guys they're really they're really desperate at this point because i mean it may be early but you know we're nine matches into the bundesliga season they have one victory to show for it. That was a freak win over Bremen at home. Otherwise, they would only mm-hmm. have this 3-3 goal fest with Freiburg. And they got a draw at home against Dusseldorf, a team who is finding it out for who is bottom and who is second from bottom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for lack of better kind of understanding of what could possibly happen. I mean... Killing each other. This team, I mean, yeah. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, before they fired their coach, they lost a Hanover 3-1 to on the road. This team, this team that wowed everybody, I I really am looking at this team and finding it very hard to be not biased uh, with, you know, Eintracht Frankfurt, you know, in Mm -hmm. in terms of figuring out who's going to come away with the victory in this one. I mean... From an Eintracht Frankfurt standpoint, uh, now, yes, Toro will not be available to play, but, I mean, we have six days yep. for this team to recover until we play uh, Apollon Limassol in the Europa League. So, uh, for me, we can send a full-strength team into this I one, so. not, not even blinking an eye on this one. And honestly, I'd prefer it that way so that we would then be able to field Possibly our best team in the uh, for the next for the next round of the Bundesliga when we face off against oh uh, uh, Schalke Schalke yeah. <laughs> another team struggling yeah, exactly boy this boy all the teams in this uh, after the international break boy it's e- it's easier pickings than the uh, the first one was well it well at this point in time it's easier than we would have thought it would have been um but yeah I mean. It, you you got to look at it through the lens of we we have you know a whole week's rest versus you know a, a lot of the other t- folks uh, playing this midweek for uh, the Pokal um, last week. Uh, one of the things we didn't mention about the Nuremberg game is that we were totally gassed, and maybe that's you know the only reason that they that they tactically got away with what they did. Um, so I yeah we're we're in a good position here to to just do our thing yeah you know attack 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 and um and hopefully you know do what do what uh, Dortmund and Hoffenheim have done uh just uh you know copy paste <laughs> do what they did 
I think that's an easy way to look at it. And in case anyone had not looked at the schedule, uh, this is Eintracht Frankfurt taking on Stuttgart on the Friday match. And some people are like, hey, you guys are recording on Thursday. No, hey, that's how time kind of, kind Halloween. of, uh, time kind of fits. <laughs> uh, you know, you can watch the match on Udivision Deportes uh, USA. So, you know, what? Go to any any good Mexican restaurant in your town and you'll be able to find it. Fox Soccer Plus uh, broadcasting it live on the Fox Family Networks. Of course, you can watch it on Sportsnet World Now in Canada. I mean, you have options in Germany. Of your, yeah, that's uh, thrown on uh, Eurosport. You also have... I mean, it's here, it's there, it's everywhere. It's one of the matches that's shown... The most widely across the entire world, including in the United Kingdom, where it's on a BT Sport. Um, this, for me, and if we can get to predictions before we get into a little news, before we start our last bit of the podcast covering uh, the Europa League, um, I'm for me, there's no sense in not going full pelt towards this, and there's no reason to think that under Marcus Weinzel, who you know, he had some good teams with Augsburg. He's being given time to try and figure things out. But mm-hmm. so far, it's just been woeful. And I think this team is shot of confidence. And I think we're going to take advantage of it. And if I have to put a prediction down, it's 2-0 to the Eintracht. On the yeah. road! Huge yeah. away points. Yeah. And they, they, tip, they have a huge stadium, don't they? I mean... Relatively speaking, I guess like sixty thousand um, or something. Yeah, yeah, some something small like that. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Hey, in case anyone's wondering, it's like what stadium are they playing? It is the Mercedes-Benz Arena. It's about six thousand seater. Used to be used. Let's see, what was that? Uh, during the two thousand six World Cup and uh, the seventy four World mm-hmm. Cup and the eighty eight European Championship. And it'll be used in the next European Championship that's going to be in Germany. And what is that like? Thinking, uh, oh God, uh, twenty twenty four. Golly, kind of lost it on that. And <laughs> look, it's a big stadium. It's a loud stadium. Yeah, it's usually very full. And for this match, let's be honest. Uh, Stuttgart is not exactly like too necessarily far away from. Frankfurt itself when it comes to you know where it's at on a map and uh, the only thing that I'm worried about is our ultras tussling against each other yeah (laughs) I have I have some concerns about the the keepers but um, Mm. you know we're we're gonna field a a pretty healthy uh, rested team so I'm gonna go with I'll 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 probably go with you and and go with two nothing and this will be if trap plays we I don't really know what his status is they they you know kind of waffling with that but mm-hmm. um let let's hope that he gets his first uh, clean sheet uh re- after returning to the team so yeah I'll, I'll stick with two nothing I'll go with go with what you said I really like the idea that what Eintracht is going to be able to bring to the party and I think it's just going to be you know, a lot of firepower and a lot of, oh, hello, princess. Uh, sorry, folks. Uh, the dog kind of, dog, <laughs> dog kind of like sniffing around. So, <laughs> I you 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 like that prediction too? 
Okay. <laughs> she's giving her stamp of approval. <laughs> yeah, she's giving her stamp of approval. Though, uh, as long as you stay away from my beer, uh, I got a beer. <laughs> beer lovers all around in in, uh, in Kansas City here. Needless to say. <laughs> that being said, so let's move on to uh, kind of news and notes that's being uh, kind of circling around in the Eintracht Frankfurt world. Um, so a lot of ultras are looking to travel to Rome for the. Uh, yeah. the third and final uh, road match for the uh, Eintracht in Europe. As we kind of uh, didn't get to do it for Marseille, uh, that sucked. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> um, so we go to Nicosia uh, in Cyprus to play Apollon Limassol because they're playing in, you know, uh, the mm-hmm. national stadium for that. Um, so there's been all sorts of talk about, you know, and going down to uh, Rome, bringing 15,000, 20,000 people. And now they're saying, look, we're giving you 10,000 tickets. Do not come down if yeah. you do not have a ticket. Look, it's understandable. The Lazio Ultras themselves are a feisty bunch. And the, there's few that are as feisty as them throughout all of Europe outside of Germany. Yeah. <laughs> They're uh, they're pretty well known for their for their ultras and how yeah, they and how they stack up. Look, yeah, it's I a think, city I of think two major teams, and it's not been unheard of for you know one team playing in Europe, say Roma, is hosting whomever in the Champions League, and mm-hmm. guess what? Some guys get knifed, and they're saying, "Oh, they were you know the guys were claiming that they were Rome fans," whereas you know it's. It's kind of too easy to point out that hey, probably not. And then yeah, L- it's also Lazio on the other has, side of the coin. Lazio has side of the coin as well. Um, has a has a nickname in the in the Italian among Italian teams. Uh, <laughs> I won't say here, but <laughs> uh, it's, it it's reminds a, with it's a tough. It, it rhymes with something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll try not to get too down and dirty in that. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I think we have. Uh, so the Frankfurt ha- has has been allotted fifty eight hundred tickets for this match, and they're expecting around uh, around or more of ten thousand people. So, um, exact figures. And yeah. the thing is, look, they could fill as much as an entire end of that stadium in Rome. And I'm sure that oh, they honestly yeah. <laughs> would. Look, anyone who does not understand like how much we're going to travel, just watch uh, YouTube videos of Eintracht Frankfurt versus Bordeaux in Bordeaux, France. And look at yeah. how many fans showed up for that. <laughs> look, they want to do it. It was an absolutely amazing atmosphere, but, you know... All that being said, uh, Eintracht is now going to be playing in Europe once again. So we're facing up against uh, Limassol. Uh, at this point, look, the table sits as thus. Three matches played. Eintracht on nine points with three wins. Lazio in second place with six points from two wins and one loss to the Eintracht, of which those uh, Lazio fans have not really recovered. Uh, mm-hmm. We had one as a guest on the eight Hey Eintracht Frankfurt just a couple weeks ago when we were previewing that match, and he was a good old soul. Uh, yep. Their podcast was a little in the immediate aftermath was one that was very eh, well that 
more than just a little down. That's if I'm gonna be totally honest. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so uh, then we have Marseille and Limassol, who uh, win during match day two. Those guys played out to a draw. So hey, we're in really great spot. All we have to yeah. do is go to Cyprus on November the eighth and kick some ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that too much to ask? Is that too much no. to ask? I mean, look, we we had them by the throat, and we're we're the fat kid sitting on the skinny <laughs> little kid that they're beating up on, and you're just sitting there, just like you know, this is not really much of a contest here, not really much <laughs> of a contest, and. Look, we could have just like put the foot on their throat and just really gone to town on those guys, just really kicked them while they were down. We didn't. I felt a little weird that you know we didn't, but what, what are you gonna do? I mean, all, what are you all we need do? is the all we need is the victory. Yeah, yeah. that's true. It's true. Uh, in case anyone's kind of curious, hey, how am I gonna be able to stream it? Um, so, like we said before. Turner Sports owns the rights to the Europa League uh, in the United States of America. Um, other places who own it, DAZN, that's kind of a streaming service. Uh, those guys have got access pretty much in a lot of countries in uh, Europe and Asia. And so that's uh, BT Sport Extra will be shown in, in the United Kingdom. You know, a lot of variations on that, but uh, in the United States, uh, to get your yourself really squared away with uh with uh being able to watch the match uh bleacher report live the br live app is a good spot mm-hmm. where you can uh, get that uh you can what was it uh three dollars for the match all you have to do is yep. buy the match then you get it on your account and you can re-watch it at any given time you don't have to pay the entire you know near sum you know Yep. For the price of Eintracht going all playing every match, including the final, you would actually pay less than no cost for the entire season thing. So, That's I mean, nice. all that being said, it uh, seems functional, let's be honest, but uh, at the end of the evening, it doesn't be, it is not still not living to me as much as Fox Sports, but yeah. I have my own gripes with the, with Fox Sports, but <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, well, all that being said, uh, some of the other kind of news and notes have been going around. Like uh, we said, uh, Lucas Torres still out. Mm-hmm. You know, with him and you know making his recover. I mean, not really a recover. It's an emotional recovery for him. I mean, when you have your you know brother die in the kind of horrible circumstances, mm-hmm. you know. It can sometimes, like, he, I mean, what, he made an appearance, but, you know, was he there mental, mentally and emotionally? You just kind of never know. And look, not trying to say that, like, some people are different. They Everyone deals with grief differently. And, you mm-hmm. know, just, you got to let the guy kind of figure things out on his own. And, hey, look, you know, with his signing to Dyntracht, what if... You know, I would hate to say it, but what if, you know, he really just can't get over it and feels he needs to head back to Spain? You know, when it comes to something like this, you got to let the human being kind of do their own thing. And uh, well, I think, I, I mean, uh, the, the last time he played, and I can't remember, was it against 
Dusseldorf. It might have been Dusseldorf that he played. And he seemed to like be like a man on fire. Like he was like kicking like through the ball and you know, a hundred miles an hour. It was insane. He was he I think he hit the post twice um on in that game. I th- I thought it was Dusseldorf. Um I could be Seems, wrong there. I think, it, I, think that's I think it was about right. I think it was Dusseldorf. But yeah, I, he, a, after that game, it said he had some sort of, you know, mid, like some some problem with some. What I'm reading here is pubic bone, but <laughs> I don't know how that keeps coming up. But, yeah, uh, I'm not gonna try and look too deeply into that one. If I'm so, if I don't I'm know. If is, I don't think I don't know if that's grief. It could be. Uh, there were. I mean, <laughs> but hopefully uh, he comes the, back soon. The, that, yeah, I would like to see him back soon because look, he has provided us with some uh, good moments so far, and you know, hey, we had no idea what this kind of player was going to be capable of. You know, uh, going, you know, but the thing was, we were able to pick him up from Osasuna in Spain, especially you know with that club. Uh, you know, languishing in the second division, they were thinking, oh, yeah, yeah, no big deal, no big deal. Yeah, you play for us, and uh, we'll have an immediate return back to the uh, the top division, uh, La Liga. Yeah. And that kind of has been anything but. So, <laughs> uh, this is a team that, uh, fun fact, is actually in Pamplona, but, you know, you know hey, maybe, maybe he wanted to run away from the Bulls as well. <laughs> <laughs> All that being said... Um, so prediction time, I think for this one, I think it's going to be a really more of a rear guard effort. I think that uh, more than a couple players will be left at home uh, from the attack. And I think Eintracht is going to pull out a 1-0 victory in this. This will mean that Eintracht has 12 points from their from their four European matches. That is going to be enough for us to start planning for the knockout phase in Europe. So... If we were looking to bring in a player in, say, the winter to strengthen in one area or the other, we'd at least know, hey, we're getting some more money uh, coming our ways for playing in Europe in the knockout phase. Well, guess what? We can now plan for it and get him integrated now so that, you know, in case it takes a little bit of betting in time, Mm -hmm. we'll be good to go. And we're in a great place in the league. And why not give it a go? You know the Knock last time phase. that a team that played in this competition when it was under this name, do you know the last team that got like deep in the competition was Ha S Val in the first season of the Europa League. When it was after it had been really? rebranded from the UEFA Cup, they made the semifinals. Granted, the final was being hosted in Hamburg, so they had a lot kinda impetus to get them there. A lot of Bundesliga clubs keep on getting into the quarterfinals which is where a lot of money starts really kicking in. We're not talking like Champions League money because you're going to knock out phase there. Well, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> you're sitting pretty, and you're able to make some big, big money signings. But yes. Eintracht making a deep run in the knockout phase in this competition will allow them to keep players like Allaire, despite you know interest from abroad. We'll be able to keep him and Rebic you know, together and quite possibly make another foray into Europe and the team is able to use the money gained from there to, you know, not just shore up the players who are there, bring in some additional top-end yep. talent 
that we don't usually get to be able to bring in because of our consistent good finishes in the Bundesliga and that European money that just goes that little bit further because our fans are crazy, our fans are passionate, and uh, let's just see them in the knockout phase. That would be amazing. I can't wait to see what kind of yeah. TIFO display that they put out for the Marseille. Yeah, exactly. Just saying. So that all being said, Nathan, where can we find you in the social media landscape? Um, You can find me on Twitter at N-A-J-A-K-W-A. You can follow me, Brian Sanders, at KCSGE. You can follow the show that is at HEFpod. Facebook.com slash HEFpod is where you can like us on Facebook. Go there for all sorts of English news about the Eintracht, including uh, new episode drops and more competitions to win more Eintracht Frankfurt swag. Because why not? Why, why the not? heck not? <laughs> That all being said, uh, you can also email the show at heyitrackrinford.com. Anyone who's actually attending a match, you know, and watching the iTrack, say you're going out to uh, watch, uh, going out to the Mercedes-Benz Arena in Stuttgart to watch Eintracht Frankfurt versus Stuttgart. Let us know your experience, what you thought of Eintracht away, and yeah. choose an email there, and we'll be able to read it out on the show. Well, that all being said, looking at the Bundesliga, set Got Stuttgart right up. You can follow that at uh, Fox Soccer Plus in the United States and all sorts of other platforms all over the place. Uh, just tweet us and we'll be able to send us, send you a, uh, at least a heads up as to w- what channel will be hosting that in your country. So yep. that all being said, uh, thanks for listening to the podcast and congratulations to our winner to the yeah, congrats, uh, Mark. Uh, to the drawing. And uh, until next time, choose. Choose. Hey, I'm Frankfurt, la 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 la. Hey, I'm Frankfurt, la 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 la.